Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. Hauntingly good WordPress plugins. It's episode 532, and we have plugins for the media library, tooltips, sitemaps, admin notices, pop-ups, pop-ups, and classic press options all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And we have a usual great show for you today. After all, it's an all-new season. WP Plugins A to Z is 11 years old and counting. Our anniversary for the show is on the 18th, so it's a few days away. It'll be before the next show. It's in between, but hey, still the fact that we're heading into our 12th year of doing this show. So I do want to have one little quick throwback to the memories of the very first show of WP Plugins A to Z. We will be covering a new plugin. These uh, these shows will last anywhere from five minutes on up to an hour, depending on the length of time it takes me to cover the plugin, what the plugin does on a website, and how thorough um, a coverage of the plugin we're going to do each week. Um, if it uh, starts to run over an hour, we won't uh, cover every aspect of the plugin. And there are some plugins which couldn't take over an hour to explain everything they do. There we go. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you want to have find that? That is still available over on my uh, original website, johnoverall.com. Just do a search for the podcast. I've got all 531 episodes there. You know, I don't feel so bad now about my first couple of episodes with me, as you called me, sounding like a squeaky toy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I was I was working on my NPR voice back then. <laughs> you know, we're gonna get that smooth late night DJ mix going. I can't yeah, even. Yeah, you had a very smooth DJ kind of voice there. So it was very nice. I, I can't even do that anymore for some reason. I especially love the TV in the background. Totally added to it. Oh yeah, it's, it's because I had <laughs> I had I had nothing, man. I had I had the piss poorest of things going on for it, but I started a podcast and I kept it going week after week you after sure week, did. week after week after week for eleven years now. I've missed hardly a single week. I think I may have missed two or three weeks a year total. Weeks missed of this show has probably been no more than ten or twelve episodes over eleven years. That is impressive, I gotta say. A lot of hard work. At any rate, with that being said, that is enough for me. Time for me. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. Ah, it's my turn. This is number 39 of 52 episodes for 2021. And it's starting to get exciting, what with the Halloween drawing nearer and nearer. And, <clears throat> excuse me. If the old wives' tales are to be believed, it looks like we're going to be having a rather chilly winter. The spiders are making huge webs with really thick spider silk. That's supposed to mean that the upcoming winter is going to be really cold. 
There's another saying about squirrels going nuts with foraging, but I haven't really noticed anything different this year regarding the squirrels, though I did come across a picture of a feller who had this squirrel stashing nuts in his car, and the squirrel had actually managed to completely fill up the entire inside of the car to the point where the guy opened the door and all of these acorns and different kinds of nuts came spilling out. That was an entertaining picture. <laughs> Maybe you can do that for squirrels. Let them gather all the nuts for me and they'll just collect up their, their, hot, their, their stash and go walk away with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, just give them away into your car. Apparently this squirrel had like got, it was one of those uh, vehicles that had like the material yeah. top. So the squirrel had gotten in there. <laughs> cool. But remember, even when things are getting exciting and fun, you still need to give yourself that break. Too much of anything, even a good time, can be exhausting and have some negative effects on you. Be sure to get that sleep, that downtime, that alone time, all of which can be done more easily without the constant barrage of any of that social media stuff. It does wonders for the soul. Rinse and repeat as often as needed. Absolutely. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John Overall. And Amber. <laughs> I gotta really change that jingle. <laughs> so the first one we have here was actually sent in by a listener. And this is Apple quietly fixes zero day flaw in iOS 15.0.2, but didn't credit its finder. So this feller named Dennis Takarev, I'm sure I butchered his name, found this vulnerability about seven months before the release, and when he contacted Apple, he was simply thanked and asked to keep the interaction on the topic confidential, and he was not given any credit for, the, for finding the issues. He reported a total of four vulnerabilities to Apple, and after the release, there are still two that have not been fixed. Read the article to find out more on that. Huh. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> the next one. Hmm? I said interesting. The next one I have here is global Azure outage knocked out virtual machines, <laughs> other VM dependent <coughs> services for nearly eight hours. <coughs> this outage affected Azure Azure users globally <coughs> as well as all services with dependencies on Windows VMs. Azure DevOps was also affected. Microsoft has attributed the issue to a required artifact version data could not be queried. They are still investigating and are looking to establish the full root cause of this in order to head off future occurrences. So you can go to, go and check it out to find out more about that. All right. So we've got a couple of good WordPress articles in here. Mm-hmm. Um, which one do you find most interesting? Oh, well, it's a, they're going to start releasing more default uh, themes. Yes. Default theme. No, sorry, not default, more default themes, but more frequent releases of default themes. Yes. Uh, the feller, Kajel Riekstad, I'm so butchering names today. He actually says, I hope these new tools allow us to create and release more frequently than we've been able to in the past. Cool. So... That's something that people will want to keep an eye out for is pay attention. We're probably going to have a lot more frequent releases for things like 2020. Hmm. It's, it's actually going to be 2022 pretty soon. Yep, it is. We're getting really close. Mm -hmm. Coming right down the line. 
I'll let you choose the, the next one, too. All right, let's see what we got here. Okay, you've got uh, WordPress. Global Community Sponsorship Program will not include WordCamps for 2022. Okay. Yeah, I thought this one was interesting because uh, because of the unpredictability of hosting the in-person events, mm -hmm. they are not going to bother putting aside money for it anymore. Hmm. So I found that interesting because it kind of says a lot in a couple of ways. So I think from now on, they're just going to be keeping it on uh, the virtual, the, the keep it virtual from now on is what I gather from this yeah. article. Well, it saves them a ton of money. Although people are people are missing the in-person events. And there are yeah. a ton of other news articles in the uh, show notes, folks. There'll be a ton of other links in here for multiple different things. You'll want to go check out the show notes for it and check out all the additional news and information we've got this week. And something I just <laughs> want to quickly say is I've started throwing in some really fun stuff into the extras, like uh, To Kill a Mogwai. You'll have to go check out the show notes in order to see what that's all about. Okay. That should, <laughs> that should get them all excited and interested. All right. This is a point here. We like to acknowledge all those that support the show at this point. It's time to donate to WP. Plugins. A to Z. All right, this is where we like to acknowledge those that support the show with time, talent, or treasure. After all, this is a value-for-value value show. I mean, the show takes time. It doesn't cost. It's not free. You know, it takes time out of the day. It takes time for resources and other things to pull it together each and every week. And so we do like to acknowledge those that support our show. First off, we like to acknowledge those that support our show with their talent and our artists. And thanks a lot to Greg's Graphics for coming through for us. We were picking our own art last night, trying to figure out what we were going to have. And I looked this morning, and we had three new pieces of art from Greg. Thank you very much, Greg. We greatly appreciate the art. Help, help and continue with this Halloween-themed month we've got going on. And he Thank you, Greg. You saved us. <laughs> and he produced <laughs> us up a couple of really great ones. This one here is a very spooky kid wandering through a field with a <laughs> lamp. Ooh, that looks so safe. All right. Anyway, I, I like that, and it's a really cool one. Nice along with ha Halloween. It's a good, hauntingly good time. So thanks a lot, Greg, from Greg's Graphics. And uh, if you want some really interesting artwork, go contact Greg at gregsgraphics.com. He does some really great work. We also like to acknowledge executive producers, those that su to support the show with treasure. And for any one executive producer that's $50 donation or more, gets a note read out on the show and all links in the notes that they put, hey, go to wherever you want them to go. Long as, well, no, they pretty much go where you want them to go. And it's a great way to advertise on the show. It's only 50 bucks. You can call it advertising and you know donate to the show and support it. We don't have anyone this week, but sooner or later we'll have those again. But we do have a few people out there that support us with small amounts, little, you know, a few bucks here, a few bucks there, you know, once a month donations. Well, thank you very much to those of you to do that. We do appreciate it. You stay anonymous. And uh, that's all that goes into that. Now, we do also like to acknowledge those who support the show with time. And the time that gets into the show is such as some of the jingles we have were produced by our listeners. And then we've also got the contest we'll talk about later and other things. We still have some things that need to be taken care of on the uh, website that we just can't get to because we got to earn a living. And uh, thanks a lot, Anon. Yeah, it is cool art. It's uh, really great to have listener-supported art, too. 
It really is. I love our artists that yeah. send in all of their work, man. They're so awesome. Yeah, we've, we've got a few artists. We The other artists haven't submitted for a while. We probably burned them out. So let's hope we don't burn <laughs> Greg out too soon. Doing things, doing things on a donation basis tends to burn people out. I know. Been there, done that. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of that. It's time that we wander into the meat and potatoes of the show, what everyone shows up here for, into the depths of plug-in depravity. Hey, first off, Classic Press options. We do have a little bit on Classic Press this week, it seems. It seems there's a new tutorial posted up on Classic Press. Now, this tutorial can be used for anything um, CMS system-wise and GitHub. It's not just specific for Classic Press, but they put this tutorial up there for you. And what it's for is for you to get an understanding on how to use GitHub for a repository of your files and use it to stick them into the official repo, um, the origin files at GitHub, and your local files on your computer. So it's a really good setup. It tells you, it goes through setting up your local server, adding your classic press files. You could use it with other CMSs, um, setting it all up, getting your local host version, all of this stuff here. It's a really good article and a pretty decent uh, tutorial for those that are just trying to figure things out on how to do this. So I suggest you go check all of this out. Also, um, and... What? Sorry, I didn't interrupt, but just a, a quick note about <coughs> GitHub. Uh, just a quick note about that. Uh, WordPress is also starting to give you the option to add GitHub um, GitHub activity onto your WordPress. So oh, yeah. That, that's, that there is a, a link about that in our news. I just wanted to make mention about that. That yeah. might also be, could yeah. also be useful for WordPress yep. as well Get, as GitHub is getting there. Also, you'll want to check out if you're using Classic Press. Classic Press has its own repository now, and they have 83 plugins available in their repository. So they're coming along. It's kind of like the one thing I missed. I missed getting to in that little piece of my first show. Um, I wanted to highlight that point. When I started the show, there was just over 11,000 plugins for WordPress. That was it. That was that was all there was. That's now. A really compared to now yeah that was a really but that was a massive number at the time yeah so this is what's happening to uh, classic press so we'll be keeping in touch with classic press and checking in with them from time to time let's wander along though and talk about our wordpress plugins for this week all right the first one i've got here for you this week is xml sitemaps and it's been a long time since i've talked about a sitemaps plugin and i believe this one's been around for quite some time but they keep it up to date. And this is for those of you who are not using your SEO plugins, uh, XML sitemap generation, or you just want a different type of sitemap generation than the uh, SEO plugins provide. And this one here builds out a full-blown XML, 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 XML sitemap for your site. And like I said, they even noted in their thing, they've had this plugin going for nine years. And I think I reviewed it sometime in the past, but I couldn't find it when I went looking for it. So I'm pretty sure I reviewed it sometime in the distant past and it was pretty good back then and it's still pretty good now. So this is a plugin for creating an XML sitemap that is easily machine readable and it can actually help with your SEO if you don't already have an XML sitemap system being built out for you. Go check this one out, the XML sitemaps plugin, and I give it a four dragon rating. <clears throat> Very useful. 
The first one I have for today is called Hollerbox Lightweight Pop-Up Plugin. This is a very lightweight plugin that allows you to connect MailChimp, ConvertKit, MailPoet, Drip, ActiveCampaign, or Custom Form. You can limit it to pages or make it appear on all pages. Delay time, play with the fonts, the colors. You have a few different ones to choose from in the free version as well. You get the notification box, pop-up box, faux chat designs. Uh, those are the um, templates that you get to choose from in the free version. And you also have the option to create custom designs via HTML and shortcode. So a bit of a drawback. You have to be able to use those, but you can do it. It's really easy to use, very simple, and the ability to connect so many things like MailChimp, which is pretty popular, is a really good addition, I think. The Pro version offers a lot more templates and a lot more options to expand on your pop-ups. I give it a rating of four dragons. Excellent. All right, next up for you. Now, I did have a note in here. probably should have put it a little before the show, but uh, as we mentioned, this is the end of our 11th anniversary. So 11 years ago today on WP Plugins A to Z, I was going to do, I was going to do a plug-in for the exact date from this time, 10, 11 years ago. Problem is, as I look back, see what plugins I covered back then, and for the first year, I sort of skimmed through, but almost all the plugins I did back then have not been kept up to date at all. Mm -hmm. So they've fallen out of by the wayside. So, and also it seems I was doing some plugins um, to determine if visitors were using smartphones or not. So this was back in the days when the smartphone was just coming out. So it was an interesting trip down memory lane, but. That being said, we're going to go along with my next plugin, which, call, which is called Enhanced Media Library. This is something that should be native in WordPress by now after, <clears throat> what are they, 16, 17 years old now? 18 maybe? I can't remember how old WordPress is. And they have yet to do anything with the media library. And this is a really nice plugin. And it is a freemium plugin. And they do have some advantages that are that are more available at the premium version, but the free version does an awful lot for you. You get to categorize and tag up your media, media items, you create taxonomies, you can uh, have third-party taxonomies assigned to the media library. You can set up filters for the media in your library. You, know, you, can, so you can show and hide data author taxonomy filters. You know, configure the outcome of the filter. So there's a lot you can do with it. And this is really useful if you've got a website such as my primary website, johnoverall.com, which has been around for, you know, since the beginning of my, you know, 13-year WordPress career. And it's got a lot of stuff in the library. And so it makes it easier to start searching stuff and finding stuff in there when you're looking for it. Another neat feature in the free is you can reorganize things. You know, say for instance, you have a particular file that you're off, often using and you can move it from the bottom all the way back up to the top where you can find it every time you're using a particular image. So all in all, pretty decent plugin. Would get a five, but because it's a premium version or a freemium plugin, it only gets a four dragon rating. Go check it out. The Enhanced Media Library. I think we have used that on a few on a few different sites. It's very useful. Yep, I've used it in I've used it in various places. Next one I have is Pop Up Box, new WordPress pop up plugin. So my favorite thing about this one is that they give you a live preview right above where you're working as you build it. I really like that. You get like immediate. Um, feedback 
They don't have the ability to put in a map on the free version, unfortunately, but you can link media and videos, which is useful. You have a lot of basic control with this plugin. You're able to put it in your own wording, your own pictures and colors, place it wherever you want, decide where it shows up on your site, but that's it. You only have the basic control in the free version. In order to use the actually useful bits, you do have to upgrade. So I rate this at four dragons. Alrighty, we'll check that out. Hey, my last plugin I've got for you here today is called Toot. <clears throat> toot, 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 toot. <laughs> One more time. Squirrel! There it is. Bloody thing. All right. <clears throat> Squirrel! Okay, it's haunted. I pushed it once and uh, <laughs> I didn't touch it when it hit that second one. All right, the AI is having fun. Today, yes. All right, the final plugin I've got for you today is called Tooltip CK. And this is a pretty decent plugin. And I like it because what it does for you is it allows you to create tooltips all over your site. Wherever you've got tooltips on a post or you want to enhance a piece of text or you want to give a description more than what's in the text, but you don't want it in the text, you want it where somebody mouses over, get a little pop-up box. That's what this does. You can create tooltips. All you got to do is go set it up, choose your colors, opacity, etc. Use a short code to put it into the posts. And with the short code, you wrap, wrap things around with the short code and you get tooltips. You can even put tooltips with images in there. There's a whole lot of little things that, be, that can be done on this. And there's a lot of multiple ways you could use these tooltips throughout your posts. The other great thing about it is you could also use it as a way to enhance SEO because all that text will be read by the search engines, but it won't interfere with your users reading the site so that they only see that text if they mouse over and want to see the tooltip. It does give them a little notification that, you know, you know, the tooltip is there, you know, put your mouse here to get the tooltip, etc. Kind of a really great handy tool to enhance the content of your post throughout your site. All in all, I really do like it. It works really well and it is a freebie. So go check it out. It is a five dragon plugin and it's tooltip CK. Wow, that sounds amazingly useful. <clears throat> so the last one I have is simply called Dobby. Dobby, the friendly admin elf, <laughs> there to take care of all of your unwanted admin notices. I can see this both being both very helpful and a bit irritating because there are sometimes admin notices that you actually need to be able to see. And this sort of wipes them all out for you. Though there was one rather important notice that I Let's see while I have this activated. So I'm under the impression that if it's like rated as really important for a notice, then it won't get rid of it right away. It'll wait until you've like logged in, had the opportunity to see it, and then it removes it. Hmm. I'm, I, I think I'll have to pay attention to this and keep it going for a while longer in order to be totally sure. But yeah. that's my understanding after playing with it for a couple days. So in other words, it cleans all them annoying admin notices out of your dashboard. Yes. Uh, that kind of makes me kind of makes me feel like a fancy wizard to know that I have Dobby, that the admin elf helping. Yes, that's an absolute <laughs> useful tool. Yep, I rate this at five dragons. All right. Okay, and we're still looking for fist. You, the man, my tongue <laughs> is my tongue is all over. Okay, let's try this again. 
We're still looking for listener questions and feedback, folks. If you got any for us, please send it in. You can send it to john at wppro.ca or just go to WP Plugins A to Z contact form and send us stuff, man. We're looking for all kinds of stuff. Now, we do have our contest segment here right now, but our contest segment, we've kind of put it on hiatus for a little while. Um, things have gotten a little crazy. The fellow who, uh, Charlie, who helps us with the contest has been busy lately, so he's not been able to do it, um, get it all done. We're looking forward to him picking it back up and arranging the contest for us. He's done such a fantastic job over this last year. We had contests regularly for month after month after month. Maybe we're just burned out on contests for a while, so I think we're going to put him on hiatus. It may be a month, it may be two months whatever long it takes us to get it reorganized and bring it back. But we will definitely let you know as soon as the contests are back. So thanks again, though, to Charlie. This is one of the areas I talked about supporting us with time. You can support us with time. Charlie's got the contest, but we still need someone to help manage our art gallery. Like our art gallery on the website, it's a really great item. And you can see in here, just go to the show notes, <coughs> click on the submitted art gallery, and you will see all the art that's been submitted to us in the last few months since it all goes through the art gallery now. But we have a backlog of art that is not up in the gallery yet that needs to be put in here. And I just haven't had the time to do it. So at any rate, some really great art and some other things that can be done. We still have a few other things that are needed for helping with the show. All right. Well, we're going to close out a couple of quick things here before we move into the Q&A segment of the show. And to do that, we've got, I covered up the following plugins, and what I covered up was Tooltip CK, which I gave a 5 to, the Enhanced Media Library, which I gave a 4 to, and the XML Sitemaps, which I gave a 4 to. And I covered Dobby, which I gave a 5, Pop-Up Box, New WordPress, Pop-Up Plugin, which I rated a 4, and Hollerbox Lightweight Pop-Up Plugin, which I rated at four. Okay, and a couple of quick reminders. We are still considering when meetups will exist again. We just have, I haven't had the time to organize them. And um, we may push through the winter into the next spring before. Also, for those of you who develop plugins or know developers of plugins, you want to be on an interview show, and that's a separate show from this. It's anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes in length, depends on how the interview goes, and it's posted differently, still fed into the podcast stream for all the listeners out there, and it's a great way to promote your plugin. All you got to do is reach out to me at wpplugins.com slash interview. I have specific spots during the week that people can book for doing an interview show. So go check that out. All right, this is where we go into the Q&A segment with Amber. It's question and answer time. With Amber, she brings me crazy questions every week and we split this into two parts. One part, the first couple of questions or first question and a half are go out to you listening on the pod stream. And the other part goes into the YouTube channel only because this is going live out to YouTube right now. And so we want to give those that, come, that make the effort to come to YouTube to watch it, they get a bonus piece of material. So let's wander in and see what Amber has for us this week. First of all, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, feel free to send them in to me at Amber WP. PRO.ca, and I will get them up here, and we'll see what kind of answers Dad gives. 
My first question is, we all have a cord box, even people who don't really do computery things. But when we move, we have to downsize. So my question is, what are the most important cords to keep in your cord box? And why those cords? Oh, goody. Yeah, the cord box. Every Everybody has a cord box. Um, my viewpoint is don't toss out any cords. Get a bigger box or get two boxes because... Okay, well, what if you already have like two or three boxes? Oh, well, then what you do is you go through and find your find ones that have uh, triplicates and you get rid of the third one. Ah, okay. Always keep two of always keep two of each one. But when you got a okay. third one, you can get the, because you never know if one if one of them's going to be bad when you try to use it. So then, by that logic, wouldn't it make sense to keep three? It would make sense to keep three, but if you need to downsize the boxes, you get rid of the third one. Ah. And then okay. if you've got a lot of leftover uh, uh, Cat Five cables, you know the little cable you plug into your monitor or into your into your router and into your computer is mm -hmm. keep the various sizes of them. Ah, uh, yes. Because I've, I've got them from two feet all the way up to 75 feet in length. And <laughs> I have needed all those different lengths at one point in time or another. Especially when one fails or somebody steps on it or runs it over with a vacuum or trips over it and yanks it out of the co a wall and rips the, rips the end up part. So yeah, I just, I keep the cords. Uh, I, I made the mistake one time of uh, thinning my box out one time, and then I was like, I went to go get, so I had one of these. It's gone. So. Uh-oh. So, yeah, if you, got, if you got three or more, get rid of the third one. All right. My next question is, can you create your own VPN? Oh. And if so, how? Oh, absolutely. You can create your own VPN uh, with a lot of time and uh, a couple of programs. Um, a VPN is just an internal network in your house. Uh, and in that VPN, if you got the right program, thanks Anon for coming in. We greatly appreciate you stopping by the show. Take care. Yeah, take care. Um, so yeah, uh, the VPN, I've created my own VPNs, networked my computers together so I could access all my computers. And then you need a program that can be called in from outside the world. And then you, because a VPN is, you know, is coming in through your outside the world. Like if you've gone into, like if you're at a public Wi-Fi place, you can hit your VPN, hit your VPN, and now you're no longer part of the public Wi-Fi. You're in your own tunneled part of the internet. So. Um, Hendian said, I have cords everywhere and can never find the one I want. Yeah, cord box is a great idea. idea. It is a great <laughs> idea. Um, the other thing of the VPNs, what have I done on my VPNs? Uh, I've, I've created uh, oh uh, I've created a VPN on one of my servers one time to uh, get my to hit the different parts of the internet. I used one of my servers as a VPN one time because that's the other type of VPN is the VPN that everyone uh, everyone on the internet is pushing to you. Sign up for this VPN service and get yourself you know be able to access things from all over the globe. Well, I did that with one of my computer with one of my servers one time just to see if I could. And it, it slowed things down a little bit, but I didn't have the technology. But, yeah, you can create them. It just you can, depends on what type of VPN, what you're going to do, and, and getting all the programs together to do it because you need software and other things to do all the switching and connections on it all. So. All right. <clears throat> well, I only have one more question. Okay, so let's read that up. question out, and we will split the show right here. All right. Uh, my question is, so 
when learning to develop, step one is to learn coding. So if you've only learned the bare basics of coding and you have an opportunity to learn white hatting, should you just go ahead and dive in or should you keep yourself paced and stick with the coding until you fully learn that? Well, why or why not? Okay, we will dive into that after my girl takes us on out of here. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wppluginsatoz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at wppluginsatoz. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.